This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. Hello, I'm Executive Editor Eric Chabro, and here are some of our top stories of the past week. Earlier this summer, the Commission on Cybersecurity for the 44th Presidency issued a white paper that estimated the United States needs upward of 30,000 additionally highly trained cybersecurity specialists to help secure critical IT systems. The former Associate Director of National Intelligence, Patrick Gorman, says that figure might be too low. Without appropriately skilled personnel, he says, our IT systems are at risk. But the foundation of all this is human capital. If we don't have the human capital in place, all the other stuff is not going to work. We're not poised right now to create the number of people with the right skill sets that we need to really support the needs we're going to have not only within government, but within the commercial sector as well. It is the most critical piece of cybersecurity. Gorman expresses optimism the nation will find enough IT security specialists, but it won't happen overnight. It's going to take us probably five or ten years to really develop the cadre that we're going to need if we're going to have secure cyberspace. Like other states, Michigan is facing a budgetary crisis. It's in its eighth year of declining budgets. State Chief Information Officer Ken Tice sees cloud computing as a way to drive IT efficiencies and save the state money. Cloud computing is a great alternative to lower costs and to be more agile and meeting the customer needs. But going to the cloud has to be done right. To get it right, Tice has identified five critical areas that the state's cloud initiative must encompass to assure its success. They are ownership of data, security compliance, compliance with legal requirements, location of data, and service level agreements. Most cloud computing providers offer different approaches to these five areas, a situation Tice says is untenable. Each solution provider is offering different elements for each of these five areas. And what we're trying to do in Michigan is to set the framework, which means that these cloud solution providers meet our requirements, not the other way around. I'll be back after this. Are you responsible for your agency's regulatory compliance program? Do cybercrime, data breaches, or endpoint security keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the GovInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit GovInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. In poker, it's known as the tell, a specific physical nuance that a player unwittingly exhibits when bluffing. American military researchers are seeking outside help to develop ways to reveal the tell among insiders who seek to steal secrets from or damage government and military IT systems. It's not just the military who should be concerned about insider threats. According to research released last month by Verizon Business and the Secret Service, nearly half the breach investigations conducted involved insiders. Here's Verizon's Wade Baker. On the insiders that committed these malicious, deliberate types of attacks against their employers, many of them had kind of a bad history, not necessarily of deliberate malicious attacks, but sort of minor policy violations and just had shown evidence that they didn't really want to cooperate and they would break policy and do other things like that in their past. Those things might be an indicator of something worse to come. Eric Cole is the author of several IT security books including Insider Threat, Protecting the Enterprise from Sabotage, Spying, and Theft. 
And Cole says that half of the losses organizations experience from cyber incidents come from insiders. Still, less than 20% of IT security spending goes to protecting systems and data from insiders. Organizations think that if they put on preventive measures and firewalls, that's going to deal with the insider, when in reality, the insider is using simple tools like web browsers, email clients, and others to be able to go in and cause harm to the organizations. Like the military, all organizations should seek ways to limit the insider threat. What we need to start moving towards is more adaptive or predictive technology that are focused on behavioral patterns. Better understanding what's the behavior of a good legitimate user and what's the behavior of somebody who's going to do harm in a specific environment. That's it for this week. I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.GovInfoSecurity.com.